Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Little Angels Drop In LLC podcast. And tonight I will be coming with another article talking about uh, how COVID-19 has affected the child care industry. So this article that I found on uh, for this week was very interesting to me. And I'm just going to give you some of the details of the article. Um, in this article, it was basically talking about how the uh, child care was uh, basically pretty much already somewhat in trouble before the pandemic actually came. But anyway, I'm going to give you some of the statistics of what I found in this article, of what they were saying about uh, the, pertaining to the child care workers and the child care uh, places. Okay, so. In the article, it was stating that even before the pandemic, it was as many as 2.7 million children of the age under five that needed child care before the pandemic. Well, in December of 2020, they were saying that 166,800 people, kids, all of that. During this uh, pandemic has actually changed. Um, <clears throat> it's amazing with these statistics and all of that. In there also, this article was by Lillian Montague. That's who it was by. You can find it in the Hitcher, HetcherReport.org. And after the mass, massive closes, closures, too little support. Post-pandemic uh, child care. That's the name of the article. I'm sorry I forgot to tell you that. But in this article, it, I found it also interesting as well that this was conducted by the National Association for the Early Education of Young Children of NACI. A lot of the owners took on personal debt, often on credit cards. Providers say they don't know how long they can hold on still. And as we know, we know that Biden is coming and saying that they're uh, trying to get the small businesses to apply for the PPP and all of that. He has actually went back on yesterday. I seen it live. He said that he was going to go and give them two more weeks to go and fill out for the PPP. If you had a sole proprietorship or either one to 20 employees, he wanted you to fill out for it as well. And so as I continue to read this article, it's also stating that they took on personal debt, often on credit cards. Providers say that they don't have don't know how long they can hold on. Childcare advocates argued that the pandemic is simply exposing problems that have existed for decades. Private child care providers were eligible for the Paycheck Protection Program, but less than six percent of them were granted PP loans. According to the Bipartition Policy Center, it is not yet clear how many applied of the $2.3 billion given to child care, less than 1% of the total distribution. 89% of the loans were for less than $150,000, the Policy Center reported. State assistance has also been scarce. In the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan released for January the 14th, Called for 25 billion emergency stabilization, stabilization, 
found that would cover child care providers, pandemic associated costs, including payroll. The plan will also add $115 billion in child care assistance for families with the aim of helping workers, especially women, return to their jobs and increasing pay for child care providers if that money came through. The overall total in federal relief would just surpass the 50 billion advocates have been calling for. They're still saying it won't be enough to help save some of these businesses. It's not an equalizer for uh, block families. And so, y'all, this is very interesting to me because they're still saying from uh, according to this Hatcher report, you can go to HatcherReport.org and find this article. Um, they're basically saying that they still don't have enough money for the child care industry. So again, here we are. It, this crisis has hit and turned everything around and upside down, backwards and all of that. But with this $1.9 trillion plan that he plans on pushing or passing, and we pray that it pass, that it will help utilize some businesses like me. They had a drop in that wanted to uh, open back up for the kids. Why? Because I know the parents are going to need it. If these women start going back into the workforce, they're going to definitely need some type of childcare. If it's only for a couple of hours or however they're going to do it. Because I still think even after this pandemic is over, it's still going to be a lot of people working from home. So I wanted to read you this statement that Elizabeth Raisman Parch said. This is what she said, and it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if people think about this, but I often do a lot because I, I continue to see, even with this pandemic going on, the people here in the United States are not being taken care of like they should be, like other countries like Canada and all of them. I was told that, that uh, from what I've heard now, I have not looked it up, but I need to look it up. According to Canada, they're giving their uh, families there $2,000 a month for six months, Okay. Because of the pandemic. I'm saying all this to say this. This is a statement that Elizabeth Reinsman Parch said. We're supposed to be one of the most powerful and greatest countries in, in, in the world. We can't even figure out how to make childcare affordable or available in a pandemic. It's been embarrassing as a U.S. citizen. This is the statement that she made. So, you know what? I'm really starting to think the same thing as well because... It seems to me that the United States of America is more concerned with some of the ways and the things that they do. They want to take care of everybody else on the outside of the country and not take care of their own people. People that work hard, middle class families, uh, lower class families. Listen, we're all in this pan pandemic together. Some are thriving and striving. Some people may not be. But I'm just stating the fact that she made the statement, we're supposed to be one of the most powerful and greatest countries in the world. We can't even figure out how to make childcare affordable or available in a pandemic. And she said, as a U.S. citizen, it's been embarrassing. You know what? I can totally agree with her because I feel like this. I understand what Biden is working on and I pray that it goes through, but it should not be where if you have a business and you had a business before this pandemic started, that you should have to go through hell and high water applying for paperwork and for funding that you need to keep a business open. Because yesterday, as he talked, and I was able to see some of it live, he talked and said 
that he was concerned about the mom and pop businesses and the small businesses. Well, my business would be considered to be a small business, and I'm sure the home daycares would be considered to be a small business, and some of the small centers that don't uh, have the capacity of 100 kids, a whole 100 kids, would be considered to be a small business. Listen, he stated a fact on yesterday that he's concerned. So I'm going to say this tonight, and I'm going to leave this thought with you on tonight. We shall all go, if you're a small business, under the sound of my voice, and you're in child care, doing some type of child care services, you need to apply for the PPP. Let them decide whether you get approved or not. Not you doubting yourself, not filling out the paperwork, thinking that you're not going to get approved. Or thinking the negative thought. I'm saying tonight, turn the paperwork in, pray about it, and just let it go. And however it works out, that's how to be. But at least you can say that you tried. Because according to what he was saying on yesterday, he was making sure that some of the stipulations was changed. Well, I looked at it last night as well and went over it. And it's still asking for a lot of detailed things. But because of this pandemic, my concern is with what, he's, the, what they're asking for. Some sole proprietorships didn't even have a, uh, a business bank account. So I don't know how they're going to handle all of that, but he did say that they were going to work on it. So they're going to give you two more weeks to apply. So I'm just saying anyway, tonight, try out daycare providers that's under the sound of my voice that's listening. Any entrepreneur that's listening to my podcast on tonight, if you are doing any other type of business, you're self-employed or you're sole proprietorship or you have an LLC, you're S-Corp, C-Corp, you need to apply for this money. Why am I saying this? Because this is an opportunity to build your business back. It's an opportunity for you to do what you need to do to help serve the community. Because that's what my plan was when I opened the little drop in. <laughs> and despise not small beginnings. But that was the purpose of me helping. To help build up the community for parents. Single parents. Single male parents. Single female parents that needed help with their children. My services was there to help. And the lacking of whatever they needed as far as... Uh, after school care, a couple of hours of care, whether it was gym, doctor visits or whatever that you needed to do a couple of hours to take care of what you need to take care of your hair done, whatever it was there. That was the purpose of that business. So I'm saying tonight, apply for it. See what happens. Anyone on the side of my voice that's listening to my podcast on tonight, go to SBA.gov, look up and see what the new changes are. And put it in the paperwork. Because guess what? I'm definitely going to do it. And see what happens. So. As we continue through this COVID-19. Also before I get ready to go. I do want to say this. Teachers as well. Under the sound of my voice. If you're listening to me on tonight. In the school system. They're in the process of opening up some of these schools. Or whatever. Because I thought I heard the governor say on the TV. That he was vetoing the bill. Because he wanted to make sure the teachers and the, um, the teachers and the kids were safe. I'm saying tonight, I pray that this country recognize these teachers. Because this country cannot run without child care. And it definitely can't run the schools without teachers. And so I hope that they will be willing to bipartition or whatever. And have these demands that these teachers are asking for. Because guess what? Without either one of them, teachers in the school system, as well as the child care industry, you don't have anything. 
You you will not be able to go to work. You will not be able to uh, child care if you don't have teachers in both places. So why not work on what they need and helping them to be in a better place with all of us going through this pandemic? So y'all, with that being said on tonight, I want you to think about this article again. I'm going to read this statement one more time that Elizabeth Ringsman Parch said. We're supposed to be one of the most powerful and greatest countries in the world. We can't even figure out how to make childcare affordable or available in the middle of a pandemic. Guess what my solution is to that? Drop in childcare. That's my solution to that. <laughs> yes. Because why? Parents need service right now. Some of them don't know what to do. They probably need a couple of hours of break so that they can breathe because everybody's not used to staying at home. That is one of the solutions to the problems when it comes to child care. Listen, thank you for tonight for listening. I'll be back next Tuesday with another article talking about how COVID-19 has actually damaged the child care industry and the changes that's actually being made on next Tuesday night as well. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>